Hey everyone, this is your host, Jeff Lund. Since people like to listen to books when they're working out or they're driving to work or even doing chores around the house, I figured I should probably have an audio version of my book, Beyond the Hunt. So episode 386 was part one, and part two, Mentors, and part three, Life, are available for download at onstepalaska.com. The process was a lot more stressful uh, than I anticipated it to be and, and took a lot longer too. Uh, but the rest of the book will be available for download in the next couple of weeks. So you can check that out at onstepalaska.com, get your download and listen to the book uh, Beyond the Hunt. Thanks for your listening and I appreciate your support. This podcast is brought to you by Alpine Fit. Alpine Fit is an award-winning company based out of Anchorage and makes premium base layers, bushwhacking leggings, and more. I have the Treeline Long Sleeve, and it's my go-to because it's warm, breathes, and it doesn't have an odor-reducing treatment that's going to degrade. The odor resistance comes from silver technology that is incorporated in the fabric construction. Owner Jen Lufbro has extensive experience in the industry, so she knows what she's doing, and it shows in the products at Alpine Fit. Go to alpinefit.com and place your order today, and be sure to follow Alpine Fit at alpinefitco on Instagram. This podcast is brought to you by Sagebrush Dry. Some dry bags can survive a trip to Alaska, but Sagebrush Dry bags are designed to live in Alaska. Sagebrush Dry is a Southeast Alaska company based out of Cake, Alaska, and makes high-end bags that will keep your gear dry in the worst of climates. I've had their day pack for over 15 years, and I use it every time I'm fishing for steelhead in the spring and when my wife and I are out in our skiff. I've added the Cavern and Camera Bag, and I just cannot recommend them enough. Uh, go to sagebrushdry.com and invest in packs that will last. Nobody does fall better than Whole Foods Market. The Spice Up Autumn event is happening now. Save on Animal Welfare Certified Beef Top Sirloin Steak. Perfect with gravy for a comforting meal. Find savings on organic honey crisp apples and organic pears. Then visit the bakery department for their limited time pumpkin butter chai cake. And while you can, level up your fridge with fall wine, beers, and ciders. Spice up autumn at Whole Foods Market. Terms apply. Must be 21 plus. Please drink responsibly. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Bear Boat Alaska, a pure DIY hunting game with one of their 37-foot adventure yachts. You and five of your friends can hunt, fish, set crab pots, shrimp pots, and take DIY to the next level. Bear Boat Alaska is locally owned by a Ketchikan resident who lives here year-round. Call Larry at 907-617-4542 or go to bearboatalaska.com. That's B-A-R-E boatalaska.com and tell Larry you heard about it on this podcast. All right. Welcome back to the podcast. I have Danny Lear. He is the co-founder of Caffeine and Kilos, former teaching buddy of mine and pretty much the, I don't know, um, I wouldn't say personal coach because you do coaching. And uh, so that would mean that I'm, I am a, a client of yours, but I'm not a client of yours. But every suggestion that you give, give me uh, regarding what to do as far as writing goes, start a blog, start a podcast, whatever, uh, I just do what you tell me. So I appreciate that. Welcome back to the podcast. Thanks, Jeff. Uh, what's the worst advice I've given you? <laughs> what, um, what, have I, what have I recommended that crashed and burned? Or just like, what's terrible, didn't even try it? I don't think I've 
I haven't tried anything. I think it's um I think it's always been with the thought of if you I mean you might as well try it. And even uh when uh, Derek was filleting that fish and uh, he was doing a bad job, he said, uh, if you're doing a bad job, you might as well finish. Like those, that sort of attitude, I think, has been something that was, it's always been good and impactful. And um, I think one of the coolest things that I've really incorporated, incorporated this into my teaching is the uh, focus words rather than like a New Year's resolution. So I had kids yeah. do uh, focus words. And a week into the new year this year, a uh, kid got caught te- uh, cheating. And so I said, you know, really, really good kid. And I said, what was your, what was your focus word? And she said, discipline. I thought, ah, sometimes these, these focus words that can be applicable across all elements of our lives, we don't see opportunities to be disciplined and explain to me how your focus word would have applied in this case. And she said, yeah, I should have been disciplined and I did the work and this person didn't, and I should have bailed, shouldn't have bailed them out. I thought, exactly. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. What's uh, you got a focus word for this year? Uh, my word for this year is focus. Mm. Why is it? Um, Why is the that? most literal focus word. Yeah. Uh, focus. And that, you know, I don't even know if it's funny, you know, like these words, I think sometimes people try to find like the perfect one. And the, the truth is like, as long as it makes sense to you, that's all that matters. Right. So, uh, mine is focused. I don't know. Maybe it could be more of like a, uh, mindfulness or whatever type thing. It's just so, but whatever, I like focus. Uh, it's just so easy to get distracted with work, you know, like there's, uh, I have this business coach who you can tell, you know, uh, perverse procrastination, right? <laughs> like, um, when you're doing things that, that seem productive, right, but are really just not doing the important things. So, like, for example, um, 90% of the time your email inbox is open on your computer, you are wasting time. <laughs> like, like uh, it's, you know, but you're, I mean, it's like there's something that's important that you need to do, right? That's going to make a bigger difference, but it's uh, maybe it's not fun or it's not exciting or it just seems daunting, right? And so it's like, oh, well, you know, oh, that's right. I better go check my email, see what's going on in there. Um, you know, it's, I tell you what's not going on there probably is that thing you need to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, you know, you could spend, you could spend a whole day, um, you know, checking your email and not really get into the important stuff. Right. Um, so anyway, so that's, that's the type of thing that I struggle with sometimes that, uh, when, when I'm trying to work, get things done or just, um, move something forward, you know, mm-hmm. it's easy to not do the thing to actually move the project forward because it, it seems intimidating or seems not fun. Mm-hmm. And, and then the funny thing is like, what happens, right? Like, uh, not every time, but you know, probably the majority of the time, eight out of 10 times, you do the thing that you've been uh, dreading and it takes like two minutes mm-hmm. <laughs> or like, it wasn't that big of a deal. Ah, oh, man, I really should have just done that a long time ago. Anyway, so that been it, it uh, into my personal life as well, you know, as, um, you know, with the kids or, you know, with my wife, whatever, just whatever, whatever I'm doing with them, I need to, I need to, focus and do do that with them not not be distracted not get pulled in different directions not you know either if that's looking at your phone or if it's you know whatever it is so anyway this uh this year it's focused kind of getting back to whatever whatever I'm, basically it's uh i need to do a better job of doing whatever i'm supposed to be doing mm-hmm. right or or what is the what is the actual most important task in my mm-hmm. life right now okay mm-hmm. let's do that let's focus on that and not get pulled away 
in all these different directions by these shiny objects, which probably aren't going to make a big difference. Yeah. How has your your priorities and your, your focus changed a little bit? You and I used to teach together, and now we're in different mm-hmm. worlds. Yeah. Um, you, you built a successful company, and now you have some personal stuff going on as far as, you know, you've done um, a whole bunch of little, you know, you do, you do uh, speaking, you do a bunch of those things too. Uh, your girls are growing up. So how has how is all these priorities stay the same, but also changed as you're trying to grow kind of the personal grand, your, your personal brand as your, as your life and your kids and everything else is growing too. Yeah. Over the last um, few years, I haven't really put much of a focus on that, on that aspect of things as far as like the, the personal brand goes because of those those other things, right? Like the kids and and that type of stuff. Um, And so, I mean, that's, that's really been the biggest priority recently is is family things and there's there's the business stuff but um i i feel like uh business as far as new new ventures or or you know personal brand stuff speaking um at some point i'm sure i'll write a book or or a few of them um and but all those projects are kind of put on put on the back burner because they're just not a priority right mm-hmm. um you know we have uh you know, the, the main things are, you know, packing kilos, which is a, you know, big company. I mean, small business, but bigger of the other things I'm doing anyway, and it has, it has a big potential. Right. And I feel like that's, that's where I spend a lot of my business uh, time and energy on that. And then there's the gym, which has been great. We've been open since 2008. Um, it's profitable. There's, you know, anyway, so that whole thing. And, and that's, um, that's like, that's like my baby, man. Like that's the thing is, um, there's definitely a connection there as far as, um, you know, my, all my friends go there, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's, that's a whole different thing. Like that's important for lots of things. It's, I, I really enjoy that really local, um, impact and being able to do something local there, you know, and that means they, the, it does a lot of things like, sponsoring you know local events and fundraisers and local soccer teams and all that type of stuff and, and i think that's really that's really important to me mm-hmm. um and then and then there's family stuff you know and that it's you know you have kids and when they're babies it doesn't really hit you at first and then next thing you know right my uh my oldest in fourth grade and you know like Catherine kilo started she was a newborn mm-hmm. right and now she's you know she's in fourth grade and the way it happens and it just, it's become very clear over the past few years that these kids are not going to stay the same age <laughs> as, as cute as my, uh, my, uh, five-year-old and, you know, as cute as she is and all that and, and sweet and everything. Um, you know, five years from now, she's going to be the fourth grader and it's a whole different thing. Like I will never have children the same age again. Right. <laughs> and, <laughs> and uh, like these two children will never be this age again. Right. Yeah. Um, maybe a better way to put it. Uh, anyway. And so, uh, man, you just can't lose sight of that. And it's, it's um, so then it's that balance, right? There's only so much time in the day. You only have so much energy. You only have so much effort you can put out and, where you choose to do that um, has a very real impact on your happiness and your future and all that, you know? Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean that, you know, you can't do anything. Like I still, um, things happen. Like I still do things and there's still, there's still new business experiences. There's still um, a certain amount of um, coaching individuals. There's still, you know, if I, 
if someone did ask me to come speak and it was the, the right event or the right time, I would do it. Um, but it's just uh, finding the balance with all of those things, mm-hmm. right? As far as when, what can I, what am I actually traveling to? What am I going to be gone to? How long am we gone for? You know, what, what days am I um, going to work from home so I can go to an assembly at my kid's school because mm-hmm. they're performing. It's just this, this balance that makes the whole thing. I don't, also, when we started caffeine kilos, I was competing in weightlifting um, at a relatively high level still. Um, well, for the last five years, that involved, you know, training between five and nine sessions a week, um, which is more than once a day, most of the time. Um, just, you know, figure that out there. Uh, the, but however, since my, um, anyway, I stopped that for a while, basically, the last five years since my youngest daughter was born, um, I worked out like twice a week, you know, um, like two, two to three times a week period. And that's just what it was. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until um, a few months ago, like August or whatever, when she started kindergarten and all of a sudden, boom, now I have more time in my mornings because those kids get dropped off at the same school. The oldest one's old enough. She can like reach the clothes out of her closet herself, brush her own hair, you know, it's like, all of a sudden there's, you know, an extra 20 minutes in the morning. Um, and so I've been going to the gym, um, one or two more days a week mm-hmm. than I had previously. Right. Just like small examples of like, yeah. you know, the way things change, it used to be, you know, I'd be training for in you know, 60 to 90 minute sessions, nine times a week to one hour, twice a week. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, like, like literally exercising 15% of the previous volume yeah. um, because something's got to get, and what's more important, you know? Yeah. Um, and, uh, and as long as you keep your health together in other ways, you know, there's ways like what's the minimum, there's this term in, in, uh, in business when you're coming out with something new, like at the MVP, right? Like the minimum viable product, right? Like what is the, what can you release um, that will get the job done that you can then iterate on and improve on. Um, but in the meantime, you can get something out to the market and see how people like it and, and that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so like everything in life, there's, there's an MVP, right? Not most viable player, but a minimum viable product. Like what is the bare minimum that gets the job done that you can then add to and improve on as things change? Mm-hmm. So for a while, that was my, my uh, fitness. And I was still healthy. I ate pretty good. Like most people would probably never think that too much change as far as like the exercise side of things go, but it's like, all right, well, I felt like the minimum viable now. I'm like, if I just, if I can do two days a week, that's like, I won't go crazy. I won't turn into a total bad piece of shit. Um, (laughs) I would prefer a little more, but like with other, you know, responsibilities in my life, this is the, you know, this is what works for now. Mm -hmm. Anyway, in the so then, and then as, as things change, kids get a little older, they don't need as much attention in the morning, you know, that type of stuff. It's like, oh, it's not a two-person job to get these kids off of school anymore. Now, if, you know, one or two days a week, I'm gone and while the kids get up and are getting ready for school, it's not a big deal, right? Um, and so life just kind of adjusts as you go. And again, I'm not doing as much speaking or, or as much um, like personal brand type stuff right now, but that I'm sure that'll change in the future too, right? Yeah. As um, you know, like pretty soon these kids aren't going to want to talk to me and I'll have a lot of, have a lot of time for that. Yeah. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by big wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. 
So when I first heard that Mint Mobile offers premium wireless starting at just 15 bucks a month, I thought, what's the catch? But after talking to them and using their service, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they're the first company to sell wireless service online only. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. For anyone who hates their phone bill, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for just 15 bucks a month. I was hesitant about having to get a new phone and a new phone number, but with Mint, you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same phone and your same phone number along with all of your existing contacts. Mint Mobile gives you the best rate whether you're buying for one or for a family, and at Mint, families start at two lines. All plans come with unlimited talk and text plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Switch to Mint Mobile and get premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and to get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com/waypoint. That is mintmobile.com/waypoint. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash waypoint. In the last 10 years, the uh, social media has allowed people to become rich or at least noteworthy by being influencers. Um, in that time, it's also given rise to a lot of people who are just great people, like full on three dimensional, all elements, just like what you were talking about. You're a business owner, but you care a lot about and you prioritize your family. Do you think social media has, I mean, it's obviously there's a pro and con to it, but for someone who's trying to maybe stand out in the industry, do you think that, uh, I know there's a temptation to be something that you're not in order to amplify your voice or to be revered within, uh, within that space? Um, yeah, I think that that's a, I think that's a real thing. You know what? Um, I think it, two things. I think it goes both ways as far as also, I think there's people who are amazing people who without social media, no one would probably know of, or they wouldn't get the opportunities or that type of stuff. Right. Um, one example is, uh, there's this guy who's actually a brain coach. Like he's an executive coach, but for like thinking, like helps executives like think through things and, and actually it's really like think through stressful situations and, um, you know, read faster and process information better and that type of stuff. And he also is just a really uh, kind of like insightful guy, I think. Um, and I, you know, without social media and without some stuff like that, I, don't, I think he would be relatively, and I don't think I would have heard of him, you know, whatever different stuff like that. And so you get these people like that, um, or even people who are just, you know, whatever, a fitness trainer and, um, you know, have some pretty good insights on some things, but, you know, maybe no one would know those insights were for social media if they were just doing their thing, talking, you know, maybe they're not super public. Um, maybe they wouldn't be searching out speaking gigs or writing articles for magazines. They would just be training some people. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. um, and those insights are kind of be stuck with those people. But this does allow that message to get out to a, to a broader audience, right? And maybe they say some things and it gets a little bit of traction and it emboldens them to continue down that path, whereas normally they, they wouldn't. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that, yes, I think some people uh, are trying to get out there and maybe be someone they're not in order to, to get that following. But I think you have the other thing as well. I think you have people who would kind of stay on the back burner who now are, are getting thrust forward. And the, the second part is tell that 
as with social media and as far as that goes is you uh you, you you're gonna find what you're looking for mm. right um if you're you know if you're looking for um you get a new hobby you start you know rock climbing at a local rock climbing gym your, your feed and your sport feed is going to be all these people who are you know teaching lessons about that and doing that stuff if you are uh you know whatever if you're looking for inspiration and and positive things you're going to be find a lot of positive things and inspiration and and, uh, and that type of stuff um and the opposite is true too if you decide that you absolutely hate somebody based on their political beliefs you're going to get plenty of people supporting that and mm-hmm. that's what your explore feed's going to be full of and that's what you're going to going to find you know so i think it is this interesting thing where people talk a lot about the negatives of social media and, and how it drive the wedge between people because you know you get caught in these echo chambers and and all that's true um those echo chambers don't have to be negative that has such a negative connotation and and it doesn't have to be um i'm in this group of uh of guys um that we we all just communicate actually through an app through marco polo it's like video talking group video talking and um anyway so then it back spills over and we help each other out it's like a it's like a business mastermind where you, you workshop everyone's problems, except for it's for life. Like we talked mm-hmm. about like, Hey, I had these kids and I totally jacked up the way I handled it. Um, what, what would you guys do? And then we all kind of, it's not, we, we don't tell people what to do or we don't give people advice except if it's based out of experience, right? We can give theories, but we make very clear, like, well, I would try this, but I haven't done that. Mm-hmm. But generally we try to speak out of experiences. Right. Um, point of that is that you know that group thing kind of spilled over into instagram and social media and we you know there's like a instagram chat with all of us on there and in that thing it's just posts and reels and stuff getting shared in there that are all positive things and and things that will be positive for you know um fathers and husbands and just general like males in society and and just things like that but it's all like real positive messaging if you go in that you go in that chat and scroll through those things you would think instagram's the best thing in the world man like look at all those positive messages getting out there and and yeah it's an echo chamber an echo chamber of positivity and like doing the right thing and like loving your wife and taking care of your kids and (laughs) all that type of stuff so it's definitely uh you know life is what you make it and i guess so is social media yeah there's a in in the hunting realm there's a lot of people who want to get uh, notoriety by shooting things and so sometimes there's this this panic and and people might take unethical shots which are different than illegal shots you know but there's people get ridiculed and whatnot because they're, they're desperate for the shot and then also people want to have their name known and so they'll tag a business and or I'm wearing this brand, and so they want to get attention by the brand. And then if that brand then shares the video or gets attention by that, it's like an endorsement of it. Has there been times when you had to kind of clarify or define what you wanted Caffeine and Kilos to stand for? And then maybe maybe not share, maybe not advertise a lifestyle that maybe someone was wearing Caffeine and Kilos. You're like, yeah, okay, I, I appreciate that we have feedback, but... I'm not sure we want to go down this road where we're retweeting, we're resharing every single thing because there is kind of a line that doesn't necessarily represent us. Has that happened? Um, it's you know what's been interesting is yeah, there, there's been a few times. Mainly, it's it has to do with um, 
you know, a lot of things are relationship based, right? So we're a sponsor of USA Weightlifting. We're actually the, the official coffee of USA Weightlifting. Um, and with that, the the guy who's the CEO of USA Weightlifting for a long time was a, was a friend of mine. And um, he just stepped down less than a year ago. Um, and anyway, there's then on the flip side of that, there is uh, an individual who was a, a previously a weightlifter, is a weightlifter or whatever. Anyway, he and he was running this nonprofit. It was a fantastic organization. He would do this inner city and and he would get uh, he would get kids from the inner city schools and come there. They'd help them with their homework and then they would teach them weightlifting um, and all the life lessons that go along with that, right? But like they wouldn't get the weightlifting training until they had their homework done first. And they had tutors there and they would communicate with these kids, teachers and all this stuff, right? So it's fantastic program, like and totally free to these kids. It's a nonprofit it, and all that. So we were supporting him for a while and that. And then he started making these accusations about USA weightlifting and about the CEO of USA weightlifting and about other people within the organization that I um, know, not think, but that I know are false, <laughs> right? Like, oh, no, that's not true. Like that person does not feel that way because I know him very well mm -hmm. and I've seen his actions and I've seen the way he treats people and I've seen, you know, whatever. And, oh, there's this other individual, this woman who at one point really helped this guy, like really helped this guy. And then he's like, turn around and make throw all these accusations at her and, and stuff like that. And it's like, that's not, it's just not accurate. It's, it's not, one, it's not appropriate. Two, it's just wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, so then we had to kind of, it was kind of it was unfortunate because we were helping out with this nonprofit and doing this thing. And we kind of had to like distance ourselves from that. Mm -hmm. We didn't necessarily come out and make this big statement. We think this guy's wrong with his accusations because I mean, the truth is like, I don't know. And I'm, it's not my place to tell someone how to feel. And if you, if you feel this way about these people, that's your right to feel that way. I don't think you're, I don't think it's correct. I don't think you're accurate. Um, so I don't align with your thoughts on that at all. And so we just kind of had to shift away from that, you know, yeah. uh, there, there's definitely times like that. And, you know, and part of that too is, is I am not accusing him of, of this, but some people um, could have, would have some people accuse him of, you know, just doing that and throwing out these accusations and we're causing big stink here in order to push his own agenda. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, you know, as because he was still trying to be a competitive athlete. Anyway, there's like push his own agenda for that, and they get some people removed from Olympic teams and possibly open up some spots for someone else, and mm. maybe even financial gains somewhere along the way due to some, you know, misgivings or whatever um, that may or may not have been totally accurate. And so it's just this whole this whole kind of mess. And then you're in the middle of a as a company, you're like, well, I support this organization and this guy has this nonprofit, which is a fantastic organization that mm -hmm. we want to be a part of, but like, we can't do both, yeah. right? Like we cannot simultaneously like donate money to, for this guy to steward when he is saying these things about the company, which we don't, you know, which we have a very strong and important relationship with. And, um, and I don't think they're in the wrong. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and so you do have definitely have to navigate that. I found the best way to navigate that type of stuff is um, relationships, man, are the, the best way to go. Everything we've done with other companies and, and everything and other organizations, it's all, all relationship-based. And usually, just make a phone call, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
you know, and, uh, and, 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 uh, the people that you want to keep those strong relationships with, you got to really make sure you read, go out of your way to let them know that you're on there, that you understand and that you, you know, I don't want to say on their side, but that you yeah. understand and are supportive of them. Right. Yeah. And the one, the other one, you just, I think you don't cause a big stink about it and you just kind of put some distance in there. Yeah. You know? I think the wrong way to handle it. And we see that very often is performative, um, <clears throat> just things that are posted that are meant to yeah. be symbolic. And you see that with products where we found out this person did this. And so we're going to burn our Carhartt jeans or we're going to burn our Patagonia yeah. stuff. We're going to do that. Oh, good so, luck on burning those Carhartt jeans, man. I yeah. hope you got a torch. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You can't do it. They are fireproof shit. Fireproof. <laughs> they are firecracker safe, you know, according to who you mm -hmm. ask. But yeah, yeah, that's, it's kind of a, I, it's something that is talked about a lot and I seem to circle back to it a whole bunch because I think you got to remind yourself if you do have a voice, even if it is fairly small, like how do you want, how do you define this experience? How do you define your role in the industry? Yeah. And, yeah. you know, it does continually evolve. Um, and these sort of things keep coming up and, you know, the world changes a little bit. We got a lot of performative politics going on and that's infiltrating the outdoor industry, the, the yeah. fitness industry, and uh, there's new things to navigate. Nobody does fall better than Whole Foods Market. The Spice Up Autumn event is happening now. Save on Animal Welfare Certified Beef Top Sirloin Steak. Perfect with gravy for a comforting meal. Find savings on organic honey crisp apples and organic pears. Then visit the bakery department for their limited time pumpkin butter chai cake. And while you can, level up your fridge with fall wine, beers, and ciders. Spice Up Autumn at Whole Foods Market. Term supply must be 21 plus. Please drink responsibly. And like it or not, um, and you can try to fight it all you want, but if you have a business or a company um, that is in one of those industries and these things are going on, what you do and what you say and how you act, uh, somebody will notice. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> and, you know, so what, so what do you do, right? Um, and I always just come back to, you know what, like, uh, I always just come back to the phrases that repeat themselves because then you can never be wrong, right? So like, hey, it is what it is, you know, or can't argue with that, can't argue with that, right? Yeah. Uh, no, but it comes back to, you know, the, the right thing is always the right thing. You know, and that, that's the, like, ah, what do I do here? This, that, like, you know what, man, just do what, just do what you feel is right. Uh, make the decision that you would have no problem um, backing up if your mother asked you about it mm -hmm. <laughs> and that you'd have no problem um, justifying if you had to, uh, you know, take a podium in front of a thousand people and you got to, and, and you have to explain why you made this decision. Mm -hmm. If you feel comfortable doing that, or if you feel like you could do that, um, then you're fine, man. You know, just like make the, make the decision that you, you really feel like you, um, you feel is right. Mm -hmm. And if other people don't agree, um, there's nothing to do about that. Right. Uh, so, and they may not, then like, you just gotta be okay with that. <laughs> yeah. Just do the thing that you think is right. And, and wherever, wherever the chips fall, that's got nothing to do with you and how other people feel about it also has nothing to do with you. Other people, what's that? There's a saying, I don't know uh, if it's like a quote that someone actually said or whatever, but like other people's opinion of you is none of your business. <laughs> like, okay. like that, you know, and that's, that's really the truth, man. Like if you feel good about what you're doing, uh, how other people feel about it, I got nothing to do with you, man. Yeah.
That's good. That's a great way to close it. Uh, but I was going to ask if you have anything big coming up uh, this year. I do. Um, in August, I'm going up to Alaska. I'm going to shoot a deer. <laughs> nice. I like that. I like that. I actually mm-hmm. wasn't setting you up for that. But I was just kind of seeing what was going on. But yeah, we need to we need to get that arranged. That'd be uh, that'd be cool. Yeah, we got to figure that out. I actually just got a call this morning of um, the guy that went ice fishing with. Uh, he invited me to go. Um, they're doing a like a border water that we call like the rivers between Canada and the U S yeah. A little canoe, um, canoe paddle, a canoe, a canoe nice. thing where you got a port, you got to get out and port it over sometimes to get back in the river and paddle along and, um, to eventually get to some lake where you just hang out and try and catch living things. I don't know. Um, and anyway, it sounds like fun, but there, here we go back to life. Like I can't do both. I can't, I can't, uh, I yeah. can't be gone for, for six six or seven days um to uh you know minnesota northern minnesota whatever and then also go to alaska for a week yeah um anyway so i think you should uh read the book lost in the wild it's about uh a pair of canoers that are up i think in that same sort of area that uh they get lost and the density of the forest uh makes things a little bit crazy i'm not totally finished with it it's what i've been listening to while i've been painting the doors on the house and the trim oh, and fun. so much painting and stuff going on but yeah how funny is that of all the things you're like listening to right now it happens you know and then we have this like conversation. that's how it goes man all the time that's how it goes that's how it goes yeah. anyway hey, thanks man uh, for i think i'm gonna, I'm gonna okay. shut them i think i'm gonna tell them no because I got a, it was actually with Dan Plata. He was the one who invited me. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, probably not, not doing that because you know, I got, you know, I got deer to shoot yeah. apparently. Yeah. yeah we'll see if we Anyways, we got to, we got to lock those dates down. Cause we got to lock those dates down so I can buy my flights. Um, and then that way I have to go. Yeah. So the wife's on board. She, uh, like she's, she she's also coming up to pack deer or she's okay with you going. She's okay with me going. She thinks <laughs> it's a great idea because. You know, as long as I, I just told her that I'm going to come home with some sort of meat stuff, she's like, "Oh, meat's expensive. Yeah, you should go." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. And just never mind the fact that you're paying a plane ticket to come up here, and then the license for the tag it ends up making it a little bit, a uh, little bit more expensive. But you also get a great experience out of it. So yeah, that's it. That's and she knows all that. It's all you know. It's all good. Um. Oh, last thing. While while we're still uh, well, never. We'll we'll talk about it later. Okay. All right. Thanks, man, for being on here. Appreciate it. And um, we'll uh, we'll end this so we can talk about that other thing. Yeah, Thanks, man. <laughs> yeah. All right.